In this very first episode of the Managing Mum podcast, I can't wait to introduce myself and talk a little bit about why I am here and about my journey towards feeling lighter in my body and in my mind as a working mum. So join me today as we start an exciting journey towards lightness, happiness and health for you and your family. Are you feeling overrun and wrung out by the juggle of being a working mum? Do you just wish that you could be calmer and more patient at work and when you come home to your family, but there are so many things that need to be done and there are so many expectations on you? Do you wish you just had the space and the time and the capacity to be able to make choices that you know would leave you feeling healthier and happier, but you just don't have any wiggle room? Welcome to the Managing Mum podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte, a working mum of two with a very busy, very active life. As a qualified personal trainer and a well-being coach, and as a mum who has felt all of these things, my aim is to help you learn how to manage the juggle so that you can feel healthier and happier and lighter, and you can build great relationships at work and at home, and so that you can move closer to that ever-elusive work-life balance. While I may well offer suggestions such as taking a bubble bath, I'm also going to help you figure out how to do it without feeling guilty. So run that bath, tie up your mum bun and lock the bathroom door. We're learning how to juggle. So I have always loved people. and. My whole life has been about working with people and being around for people and doing things for people. I remember even as a little girl, that was what I wanted to do. And throughout my life, I have done so many crazy harebrained things that have always revolved around people. And actually, before I well, was launching this podcast, I had decided with my husband that I wasn't going to tell anybody about it. And I think part of that was... I was just thinking, oh, everyone's going to think, oh, here goes Charlotte with another harebrained idea. Uh, but I really, really am so excited about this podcast. I'm just thrilled to have a space to share, to talk to people, to, to let you know about things that I've learned and to really just put myself out into the world and hopefully be able to help in some way. When I think about that little girl again, my brother reminded me when I told him that I wanted to start a podcast about when I was small and I was sitting at the end of the dining room table and I was talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and somebody, I can't remember who it was, but must have said to me, Shh, Charlotte, stop talking so much. And it's a family joke, but I apparently said, I can't stop talking. My head gets hot when I stop talking. So... This is an incredible opportunity for me to talk and to give you information and share stories with you and just be on a journey with you towards feeling lighter, feeling happier, feeling healthier. I love to share everything that I have learned and I have learned a lot in my 40 odd years. And this podcast really started well, the idea of this podcast really started in February this year, 2023, when I went to give a talk to a team from a large retail store here in South Africa. 
And I left that talk just thinking, oh, I really, really wish I had more spaces to talk to women, to talk to mums, to talk to uh, women who are managing teams, who are in teams, who are managing the juggle between working and between having to come home and live a life. And it was just from that point, really, that I started to move towards this point, this first episode of the Managing Mum podcast. And so today I really just wanted to share the story of how I got here and why I am excited to have a space where I can talk and share and offer tools and tips and guidelines on how we can feel lighter in our bodies and in our minds. When I think about being a mum, I have to admit that I never actually really thought I would be a mum. I grew up believing that I probably wouldn't actually even get married. I had my first boyfriend when I was 28. And my second boyfriend is my husband, who was the best friend of my first boyfriend. So as you can see, I haven't had a huge dating history. <laughs> so while my friends were all out there dating, doing their thing, I there was a part of me that was a little bit envious and a part of me that thought, oh my gosh, is that ever going to be me? And then there was a part of me who thought, oh, well, it's never going to be me. And when I think about that, I think that's probably a whole therapy program, not just a session in itself. But the point is, it was a bit of a surprise to find myself in this position, a mum at the age of 40 with all sorts of my own expectations around what it means to be a mum what it entails, as well as what and who I should be as a professional, as somebody who's working and balancing that working life and my home life, all based on the stories that I've created in my head from what I've heard around me as I've grown up. I went to an all-girls school, school all the way through my life, from growing up in Zimbabwe to coming to Cape Town in South Africa. And where I was a little girl who was confident and sure of myself and um, you know, knew who I was and knew what I wanted, I found myself going through my schooling days, looking around, seeing prettier, thinner, more academic, more sporty, more everything girls than me. And then growing into adulthood and carrying the burden of all of those stories that I had started to believe about myself as I had grown up. One of the big focuses of this podcast is around health. And when I think about my physical health as a young girl, I remember just hating exercise. I remember writing my own sick notes each week. I mean, as I got older and I had that time of the month as a an excuse, <laughs> I think my PE teacher must have thought, really? I'm sure that I've had the same sick note three weeks in a row. But yeah, I just, I didn't really like exercise. I was very unsure of myself. I was very excited about life and I loved to have fun. And as I say, I talked a lot, otherwise my head would get hot. But I certainly, as I got older and hit puberty and all of the things that come with teenagehood, I started to lose that confidence in myself and in who I was. 
Fast forward to my 30s, when I believe that really the journey towards this podcast began. And at the age of 30, actually, I asked my parents for a personal training qualification for my 30th birthday. That's why I can remember when it was. Which was also quite surprising, seeing as when I was 10 years old, I remember lying in bed. I think I was about 10. I remember lying in bed with tonsillitis, thinking, oh, I would rather be at school athletics than lying here feeling so awful and realizing that I must be feeling pretty bad if that was how I felt. So there I was in my thir- oh, my 30th birthday asking for this personal training qualification and just looking back and thinking, gosh, look at where I've come from, how bizarre, and realizing that one of the big steps Towards this was joining the rowing club at my university. I got home from my gap year and went into my first year at university. Again, quite unsure of myself. I'd moved schools during my school career to a school where I felt a little more accepted. I did make some friendships, but the damage had been done from the bullying and the yeah, just kind of rejection that I had experienced at my previous school. So here I was uh, with a little bit more confidence, having been on my gap year and seen the world a little bit more, but pretty overweight, uh, coming back to friends who'd already been in first year university and were now in second year. And I felt a little bit behind and left out and not one to turn anything down, though. I was a bit, I'm a bit of a yes girl. Why not join the rowing club? So I joined the rowing club with her and by some fluke got into the novice team that went to the first regatta of the year. And from there, I never looked back. I made friendships. I grew kind of back into the person that I was when I was a little girl. I found a space where I loved to move my body. I found a space where I really just loved to be fit and healthy. And we didn't eat particularly well. We used to have pizza eating competitions, actually. (laughs) But we worked hard and we played hard. And we had this incredible experience of working as a team. And I started to kind of find myself a little bit more there and realize that perhaps I wasn't such a dead end. And I started to really peek my head out from the behind the the cloud or the curtain that should I say that I had been hiding behind or kind of keeping myself safe behind. So from there, I was interested in my body and how my body worked. And here I was my 30th birthday now really actually excited to learn more about this. So what is the point of all of this backstory? I think part of it is just to give you an idea of me and the hardships that, or you know, the, the difficulties that I have experienced and where a lot of the stories in my head might have come from and the struggles that I have managed as I've grown up and become a mum. So I qualified as a personal trainer. I learned so much about the body. I learned how we can look after it, what we can do to keep it healthy and strong. And one of the things I really noticed was that clients wanted to talk. 
And I was fascinated by this. I hadn't really thought about it. But clients would come to a session, and actually a lot of the time, not a lot of the time, but some of the time they'd kind of stand around talking, and I'd have to be like, okay, come on, let's do the next rep, let's do the next set. And I started to realize that actually a lot of what people were getting out of our sessions was just an opportunity to talk. And I am sure you have felt this in some way or in a very clear way, is that we don't often have an opportunity to talk about ourselves, what's going on for ourselves. I know that when I was younger, and I I am very aware of it now, the story in my head and what I was taught was don't talk about yourself always talk about the other person, ask lots of questions about the other person. And we are either interrupted or we have this story in our heads or we're too scared to really share with our friends and our family things that are vulnerable. And so I found people in a place with me that they were able to share. They were able to, they felt confident in my confidences and we would have incredible discussions. And we would leave our sessions and often people would say to me, gosh, I feel so much lighter after they'd left their sessions. They may not necessarily be feeling lighter in their bodies, which often they did after a few more sessions than that. But it was just fascinating to see people and their physical uh, appearance actually changing as they felt lighter. We moved to Cape Town and from Zimbabwe once I'd been a personal trainer for a few years and then we'd been to live in Mozambique for a year where I learned quite a lot about myself there and we wanted to start a family and I wondered what I was going to do with my life and so I started a life coaching course based on the fact that I had had this experience of people really needing somewhere to talk about themselves and through that life coaching course oh my goodness gracious me I went through a journey and I'm still going through a journey but of really becoming mentally emotionally lighter in myself and learning about myself and digging deep and letting go and just so much that has happened for me in the last five years of that experience from that life coaching course And in the middle of that, the first year of my life coaching course, I had my son Oliver and so had to put it on hold and rejoin at the end of that year. And then just as I had graduated, I had a little bit of time to get my business moving, but then I had my daughter Sierra. And so it has been an incredible journey of becoming a mum, becoming a coach, balancing clients, balancing children, balancing my own needs, balancing my own health as I moved out of breastfeeding, which was not kind to me. They talk about how breastfeeding helps you lose weight after birth. Well, it did the absolute opposite for me. Uh, (laughs) But it has just been the most amazing journey. As As a qualified personal trainer and coach, What I've done is really studied and used myself as a case study, as well as seeing the incredible transformation in my clients as we we have worked together. And through that, just seeing how change can happen, how we can feel lighter, how we can be lighter, how we can be happier, and how we can manage this crazy juggle of motherhood, of professional life, 
of being a wife, a daughter, a friend, a manager, an employee, all the hats that we have to wear as women in this age. And so I'm here offering this podcast as a space to really share practical tips and tools, but also to help you to dig a little bit deeper and work through, as I say in my introduction, not just the best way to take a bubble bath, but also how not to feel guilty when you're taking that bubble bath. How can we let go of the guilt that comes with doing the things that are necessary for us? Or why can't we keep the boundaries with our boss, as well as the best way to have boundaries when you've got to the point that you're actually able to do so. So this podcast is going to be a wonderful um, mix of those practical tools, those things that you can do, and also how we manage ourselves, how we regulate ourselves in our relationships, in our work, and so that we can be healthier and stronger and freer and able to really enjoy this crazy ride we're on. There will be many upcoming episodes where I share things like what's really going on for us when we're experiencing anxiety, when we can't stop eating all the food, when we feel depleted and exhausted. How can we be more in charge? How can we feel more in control? How can we achieve the lightness we want for our bodies while also feeling light in our minds? and in our relationships? How can we make progress in our work? How can we be the best person that we can be? When I look back at where I've come from and see the very, very clear practical changes that have happened in my life, like being married, having children, having a home to care for, being a coach, having a body that I feel comfortable in, being sure of myself, in those kinds of ways. I also look at the deeper changes that have happened for me. An example of one of those is the other day when I deleted all of my files from my computer. Years and years, well not years and years, but probably about two years of files. I'm not very good at backing things up and I was trying to clean up my computer because it was so slow and it was driving me nuts. And somehow I managed to delete all of the files, including photos of the children and all my notes for this podcast and all sorts of things. And I was so proud of myself. I managed to keep my emotions in check. I managed to put that aside and go and bath the children and make supper and be frustrated, but talk to my husband about what was going on for me. And it made me remember when a similar thing happened. I had written my honours dissertation and I'd been working on it for months. Okay, possibly slightly different, but I had been working on it for months and it was due in a couple of days. And all of a sudden, and I cannot tell you how, but I lost the entire thing. And I just remember throwing my toys out of the cot, quite literally. I mean, when I look at my children now, I realize what that saying means. But I, and pulling my hair out. I was literally pulling my hair out. I threw every book I could find at my poor mother. I tore at my hair and I just completely lost it. And I was so proud of myself last week when I saw 
from the outside, I kind of looked back at myself and I thought, gosh, that was actually not too bad. That was manageable. It was frustrating and I was feeling cross with myself and completely unsure about what I was going to do to get the stuff back. But I managed to regulate myself. I managed to choose what was good for my health in that moment and for the health of my children and my family. And I was able to see the fruits of the journey that I've been on. I'm not always winning at it, but I realize that I have so much more of an awareness now and so much more control and calm in amongst the chaos of my children, my clients, my work, my husband, and just the juggle of it all. And that is what I'm really excited to share with you, to learn from you, to give, not advice, but guidance and support and encouragement in learning how to juggle this, this all as we journey on this life of craziness, of chaos, but also of joy. It is a real honor and a privilege for me to spend this time with you sharing what I have experienced and everything that I have learned. And it can get quite lonely on this side of the mic. So if you have enjoyed this podcast or if you've found anything useful in it, I would so appreciate if you would go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. It really lets me know that I actually am making an impact, which is the best thing for me. And if you know of any other mums that you think might like this podcast, any mums who are managing it all, so basically all of them, please share this podcast with them so that we can build a village of happy, healthy mums.